0: The reality is that yes, we can worship God from the mountaintop, but we uh, can worship Him when you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And for us, the songs that we've written and sung over the years had never been more real and true and helpful than you know they've been in this last season for us. Mm-hmm. And so it was incredible. It seemed as we shared that and, and walked it out, what we were going through, but kept on glorifying God, knowing that you know a play on the, the words of this album, "Are We There Yet?" That No, we're not. We haven't made it to eternity yet. But then at the same time, yes, we're there. God has met us. Today's presence is with us right now.
1: What's up, everyone? And welcome to this week's episode of Trevor Talks. I'm your host, Trevor Tyson. And today we have some... uh... How do you put it? I've got two of the leading voices of a group that I've grown up going to see play live since about 2012. Um, I have talked about this band quite a bit on this show because it has a huge part of my story. The first national tour I ever got to do, I was interning on Outcry 2015 with uh, this group here headlining. So such an amazing full circle moment for myself. But before we get started in this, I just want to give a special shout out to our major. Amazing sponsors at Life Audio and thank them for bringing um, this show to the table and just helping us promote it and grow. So, thank you to Life Audio, and I am stoked about this, guys. So, you don't want to miss this. Today's guests are two of the leading voices behind the multi award winning and platinum selling group United. They have just released the expanded edition of their chart topping album. Are We There Yet? And I'm so grateful to have them with us today. Please help me welcome Jad Gillies and JD of United. JD, Jad, welcome. Thank you
0: so much. Hey, that mate. was a uh, quite, a, quite an us. encouraging intro, so thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
2: was quite the intro, man. Thank you. We, we need to take you everywhere yeah. with us.
1: Look, I'm totally down for it. You see, on Outcry, I was interning for Nick Hall at the time. So I had like a very uh, off the stage part. But you know what? If you need a dope intro, I can butter it up with the (laughs) Grammy plugs, all this good stuff. You know, it's easy to do when you have a reputation like United. So it's easy to do an intro. And I'm just stoked to have you guys on the show. It's very full circle for me. So, again, thank you for being here. Thank you, mate. So you're currently out promoting the expanded edition of Are We There Yet? And it has quite a bit of new content, including video content. But as I was telling you before we started recording... There's a whole new element to the record with just stripping it down quite a bit and adding just an ambient sound to it. There's a lot of people looking for hope. They're looking for joy. They're looking for purpose right now. And this is such a resource for the body of Christ and for people who may have never heard of Jesus or Hillsong United before. So just to dive into it, how are you feeling about the expanded edition? And what are some of your favorite parts about it that we may have not seen in the first rendition of the record?
0: Yeah, I think, um, we're really excited. And for us, the whole reason that we do these albums is so we can, um, bring hope to people and help people in the midst of whatever they might be going through. And that's us included. You know, we've always tried to just authentically be who God's called us to be and share what he's speaking to us. But what makes this kind of expanded, um, edition of this album special is because we recorded the original, are we there yet during COVID and, um, And we had half of our team in California and the other half of us were in Sydney, Australia. And, you know, we're used to, it's kind of been like that for a little while and we make it work, but I'm sure the headlines made it to America of how hectic the lockdown in Australia was like, we, we were locked down. And, um, and so making the record during that period was, um, was quite tricky and it was kind of weird all at the same time. We weren't even allowed to be in the same building at the same time. I remember, tracking one of the songs at the height of it. And, um, like Jad would go in and I wasn't even, uh, uh, and go to the studio door until he had left. And then Taya would come in and we'll kind of read, leaving each other notes. And anyway, it was a wild experience. All that to say, what makes this so special? It was the first time in almost two years that we'd all been together. And, um, and so just that experience was incredible. And then just being able to... Do what we feel called to do which is play the songs together is um it's kind of how this whole thing came about
2: that's
1: awesome and jad
2: <laughs> yeah and and uh yeah like jd said it, i mean it, it got crazy like we you know i remember doing a, a session for i can't even remember what song but you know joel's joel's in california but and and you know dan and and, and guys like that and they're on a program called audio movers and they're basically it's just a screen in the in the vocal booth with these four faces, and um, you know some people are at home in Sydney, some people are in California, and we're all just try, we're trying to produce a vocal over um, you know with with technology, which was really helpful, but at the same time it was so weird, <laughs> and um, and so uh, you know and and it was kind of like one of those things, but uh, this expanded edition contains some of the songs for when we first got together. Uh, I remember flying. Leaving the country for the first time last year and getting to the US, and uh, and getting to record um, you know a bunch of these these songs that we'd never played together before and and uh, it was really cool actually I remember climbing up onto the roof with Joel to to record uh, of of our studio in in Orange County climbing up onto the roof with Joel and recording on repeat and that it, and we had to do it right then because that was when the sun was setting so um. Yeah, it was just an interesting time. But um, I
1: think it's really significant. I I, I love the songs. Yeah, and that had to be pretty difficult at first. Y'all are usually a pretty hands-on bunch. Um, If I'm recalling correctly, there are documentaries and such out that you've recorded in your studio sessions where you're all living together in one home um, and going to studios and just being (laughs) so heavily involved and allowing the Holy Spirit to move with all of you in one room nor the less having to do it splattered around the world. That sounds quite interesting. And specifically for on repeat, what was it like recording that outside and just it, when you listen to it, you could feel that there was an encounter of some sort. The songwriting's anointed, this, uh, the vocals are phenomenal. The sounds are ambient. Uh What was it like recording that?
2: Yeah. I mean, first of all, it was, it was quick. I think we had like a 15 minute, window because the sun was about to disappear so we did two takes real quick um on the roof (laughs) and we were being very careful where we stood as well because it's old old that old building's like where they used to make boats or something so (laughs) you know like but uh yeah to be honest it's one of those songs for me that i'm like what an amazing thing to confess or what an amazing thing to remember you know every day I just like the um I just like the you know the premise that um every day is an opportunity to to acknowledge God and remember him and to decide that that um that I'll use part of this day a new day to to acknowledge God and to you know to stir my faith and to put my courage in in him I think that's a really cool thing to do and um it felt really significant just singing it being together with Joel for the first time in in a long time and um climbing onto this massive roof
1: <laughs> sounds yeah, ridiculous how can you forget that no that's awesome <laughs> That would be a hard one to forget. Everybody needs to go watch the visualizer for that on YouTube. It's phenomenal. Now, J.D., Jad, you've both been in United for such a long time, and I just want to know what has it been like representing the global church on this kind of level through the highs and the lows? Um, One of the things that really touched my heart at the United Tomlin Tour in Atlanta this past year was when Joel just got vulnerable and opening up about the changes of leadership within the church, um, just being able to show up and tour and lead worship in those valleys. And I feel like it's been a season like that for just about everybody on the planet, to be quite honest with you. We've all got our struggles. We've all been through the highs. We've all been through the lows. But specifically for United, having like a quarter million people came to see that tour and specifically... It, it had to be a very encouraging yet trying time as a group, as vocalists, as songwriters, just to come together and be like, Hey, we're going to praise Jesus with you. But also, you know, we're in a weird mental state ourselves. You know, what was it like?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, um, just to answer your first question at the start for us being, yeah, Judd and I have kind of been around since the start. and That's been an over 20 year journey and it's, if you would have told us that God would allow us to be part of this, to represent him and the church, I just wouldn't have believed you. And, uh, and we've just loved and felt honored every step of the way because, you know, like always God, the God will use anybody and it's not about the person it's and you see it throughout the Bible. It's just someone who's just willing to trust God and follow him. And that's why none of us are really special. The special thing is who God is and what he's doing. But yeah, it was, um, like when we did this Tomlin um, and United tour, it was a long time coming. We were supposed to do it at the start of 2020, but COVID came, and then we kind of we just knocked it back six months, and we just kept knocking it knocking it back three or six months for two years. And finally, the time came where we were able to travel and get out of Australia, which was a you know it was nice that we could finally all be together. Um, <laughs> but it was also yeah crazy what we'd g- gone through as a as a church, and um, and but like you said, I think the last two years has knocked everybody down and everybody around. And we kind of got together just before the tour started and we're like, there's so much going on. Should we actually do this? And we genuinely prayed about it and talked about it. And I love what, you know, Joel would share each night because it was the reality that we were like, you know, if worshiping God was about only when you've got everything together and you've had the best week of your life, then, you know, it wouldn't have been a good time to do the tour, but the reality is that yes, we can worship God from the mountaintop, but we uh, can worship him when you're walking through the Valley of the shadow of death. And so for us, the songs that we've written and sung over the years had never been more real and true and helpful than, you know, they've been in this last season for us. Mm -hmm. And so, It was incredible. It seemed as we shared that and and walked it out, what we were going through, but kept on glorifying God, knowing that, you know, a play on the the words of this album, are we there yet? That no, we're not. We, you know, we we, we haven't made it to eternity yet, but then at the same time, yes, we're there. God has met us. Today's presence is with us right now and wherever anyone's listening. And so, um, yeah, it was incredible. People really seemed to resonate and we've always tried to be authentic and, um, in who we are and what we're doing. And so, And just on top of that, the fact that I don't think many people had gathered in large crowds, you know, for quite a long time to worship God, you could just tell that collective faith and unity each night was just a mix of all that was definitely one of the most memorable tours we've ever done.
1: Wow. And Jad?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I remember we've got some, we've got really encouraging friends as well, you know, and um, Chris uh, Tomlin has, you know, he's, He's an incredible guy. Uh, just, just because you know what it, you know what he's kind of done for the church. But to be honest, for us, he's been an incredible friend. And you know, obviously, with what was weighing on us and and um, and the things that were going on, he was so encouraging and so supportive. And I remember standing there. I think it was with JD on one of the first nights, and and um, and kind of Chris was standing there. I think he was ready to go on, and uh, and he just said, "Look, man." They just want to worship they just they just come to worship and uh, it was a full room it was just really encouraging to um, you know to, to see and to have somebody like Chris kind of just be there and, and, and encourage and support us which meant a lot
1: Hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Man, and what a powerful night Um, for just about, I'm going to assume every single night of the tour was like that. But when I saw it in Atlanta, it was just a whole different level of worship. Everybody could feel like you could feel the tension in the room just die because We're all just in all of what God's doing, and the fact that you guys were able to stick through that tour, make it happen, and just be out promoting Jesus. You're not out promoting like, oh, (laughs) we have a new record coming out. Of course, that's always going to be a factor in things, but you, Hillsong, wasn't started for... Uh, tours. It wasn't started for anything other than the local church, and it just God's used it and expanded it into global territory, and that's not anything that you guys did individually. There's an anointing on it. God sees favor on it, and it's going to continue to flourish. So just to encourage you guys, from someone who was actually there on one of those nights, it was such a powerful tour. I believe uh, uh, Atlanta was like the first day Taya was back from being sick, and you could tell she was ready to go. JD, your energy is always all over the place. That's one thing that i remember about going to united shows um back even in 2012 like it was before Taya to come on board jd you're just all over the place it's like an energizer bunny just explodes on stage and it's awesome but how do you keep up with that energy Uh, uh, like i i can't imagine uh,
0: (laughs) yeah listen i get excited
2: the secrets in his hair guys the secrets in his hair if you cut his hair off he won't be able to jump anymore
0: (laughs) i don't know man I, i get excited i love i love who Jesus is and what He's done for me, and the the daily present help that He is as His Word promises. Yeah, I never planned to jump or run around the stage. I just remember leading worship at our youth one time and just getting hyped and just going for it. So, and I normally get off stage and always go, "What on earth did I do? Why would why did I do that?" But uh, it's like the Spirit of God overtakes me, and uh, I don't know. I'll keep doing it as long as I can, but um, surely I'm going to run out of steam soon.
1: <laughs> uh, just keep your chiropractor on speed dial. Okay. You should be going, the amount you know. of injuries, the amount of injuries Jody's oh, yeah. had from
2: uh, from just letting the spirit take him is incredible. Yes. My, my, as as I
0: get older, the visits to the physio have gone. Uh, but anyway, I'm still here, guys. <laughs>
1: It's good for business for not only United, but the (laughs) chiropractors and such as well. But I want to dive back. Like, let's open up the time capsule for you both personally outside of United. I really want to dive into some stories that I've kind of wondered. And you touched on it uh, quite a bit in the Hillsong movie. But for people like maybe of the generation that didn't grow up with Hillsong, um, who are you both individually outside of the brand of United, outside of the brand of Hillsong? When it comes down to it, you both had your own individual journeys that led to you joining United and being able to tour the world and bring these worship songs of hope and encouragement to millions of people. So if we could start with you, Jad, and really just dive in, like, who were you before joining the movement? What was your journey into becoming a worship leader and finding your voice and uh led you yep. to who you are today?
2: Well, I mean, I grew up in New Zealand and... um and, you know, I was, I was just a worship leader in, in youth. And basically I, you know, like it was one of those things where I just, I didn't really want to be a worship leader. I, d- I didn't want to be a singer. I wanted to be Jimi Hendrix basically. So, <laughs> uh, and I just play guitar. And then, uh, our youth leader who was also our, um, worship, worship pastor, you know, if you're in, if you come from a small church, you know what, you know what that means. And, um, and I, I think one day she said, "Hey, would, w- what if you just started the song off?" And I was, I was, you know, probably dumb enough to be to be like, "Oh yeah, that kind of sounds, sounds all right." And I, I, I was basically tricked into worship leading. It was crazy. <laughs> um, and but as I, as I, um, you know, kind of uh, got older and, and got a little better at leading worship, you know, I, I really, I, I loved the the Hillsong music and, and I remember going to this music festival in New Zealand and seeing um what was the early stages of United, which is Joel and Marty and Tulelli and Peter King and Luke Muns and and uh and just being in this little tent and just going, Man, these guys are crazy. These this is awesome. They're like I'm worshiping God but it, it's kind of I'm enjoying the music which is just trip you know and uh, <laughs> and uh, so I moved to Australia I moved to Australia to do Hillsong College uh in the, in the worship stream uh but the funniest thing on my first day of walking to to school uh this little red Mitsubishi Lancer pulled up next to me and uh the guy inside said hey are you going to Hillsong and I was, and I was like yeah yeah and he said jump in I'll I'll give you a lift and that was JD's brother Tim and um and basically I hung out with those with those two boys like pretty much ever since and we be- you know I became a youth leader I got right involved with the life of our church I got involved with the worship team um and basically kind of outside of united we are j- I mean I'm just a church kid and I know it kind of sounds cliche these days to maybe to maybe boil it down to that. But to be honest, that's the truth. It's, um, it doesn't get any more glamorous than that. We, we go to church. We, we, we serve in church. We lead in church. JD, you know, (laughs) JD's a pastor. Um, you know, like we, there's not really any more of a story now than other than the fact that I came into Hillsong when I was 20 and, or 21. And, um, I just got involved as much as I could, and and uh, and this is where, <laughs> this is where we're at now. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, in, like TV. in a similar way to Jad. Um, outside of United, I'm just a dad, a husband, and a pastor, and kind of grew up in Hillsong Church. We, my parents picked the church when um, I was four years old, and we just moved back into Sydney when we'd been away for a couple of years, and yeah, just grew up and. For me, I really never wanted to do this. Never saw it on the cards. Just, but I've always wanted to serve God and build his church because I I had the privilege of growing up in an environment where I was encouraged and pointed to Jesus, and so I thought, oh, I don't really want to do anything else but that. And yeah, so and for in in the Jad and I and to be honest, most of the, the crew in United, um, there's this huge element of reluctancy. None of us went after this. No one was dying to do it. Um, we were just wanting to try our best to to follow God and, and trust him. And really the early days of United, our massive goal was to maybe write a song that a friend, our friends in our high school would actually like or, or want to sing. And so the fact that it went beyond our suburban neighborhood has just blown us away and, and we know ourselves and we know the grace of God. And so we're just, we're thankful that, you know, we can play any part in in this.
1: I think it's so cool that uh, you bring up, hey, we just wanted to bring a song to the table that our friends and family could worship to. And then you have a song as big as Oceans to where you're like, hey, if you come to Hillsong in Australia, we're not going to sing that one on Sundays anymore. <laughs> like the song is <laughs> too big. People are expecting it. Like uh, we want you to come for Jesus, not just for this song. It's also and- too long. It's it up all my time. <laughs> well I mean there's just so many spontaneous moments that could happen during that song whether it's in the crowd or on stage it's just such every I, I kid you not uh, between outcry and the bits and pieces of shows I've seen you guys do over the years I've probably seen United more than I've seen any other band uh, thinking about it because between just, tours and all of the other things it's like what the heck like united is all over the place and god is using you guys in such a powerful way so i am just beyond encouraged by you guys being able to open up and be so vulnerable with me and just opening up about some of the things that aren't as easy to talk about you know going through such uh a leadership change within a church and then being able to put out records and tour and proclaim the name of Jesus on such a big platform. I commend you so much for just doing what you do and being able to be vulnerable with us today. I've greatly been encouraged by it. Thank you. Well, thanks, man. Um, yeah. You know
2: what? Uh, through the seasons for us and it's been our experience that um, that God's the same, you know, <laughs> we may navigate, tough seasons and, or, you know, or, you know, manage disappointments or, you know, all those kinds of things. But, mm-hmm. you know, for us, and I think, I think it's, you know, people say this every day, but God's the same. And, um, and, you know, like he's, he, he's, he he doesn't hide from you. So, um, you know, that's been, that's been a real kind of help for us knowing uh, really just two things that God is, is there. He's, and he doesn't change. He's the same but also the people at home who sit in the pews or who attend our church um those are the people that that we serve you know and 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 i think i feel like for us uh we wouldn't want to kind of make it about anything else <laughs> than god and our people you know and so uh yeah we appreciate you saying that
1: Of course. And if there's anybody out there listening today and they're struggling, whether it's with a mental health crisis, uh, going through grief, uh, maybe their church is going through some uh, leadership changes, no matter what it may be, what would the message be from Jad and JD? You
0: know, for me, it's like as simple as it sounds. If I look at um, the last kind of couple of years and for so many reasons, not just one, I think we've all got too many reasons why we could you know, have faced some mountains and some challenges, but I, um, I remember, um, reading in, uh, in the Psalms where it says, where it encourages us to come before God and to show him our feelings. And you can see the way the Psalmist does that. And I also love in Matthew six verse six in the message translation, it's just before the Lord's prayer where, um, it, it literally says, here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet and secluded place. So you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just sit there as honestly as you can manage and the focus will shift from you to God and you'll begin to sense his grace. And so I think for me mm. that, um, the simplicity of, you know, following Jesus is about having a relationship with him. It's about getting to know him and you can't get to know anybody if you don't hang out with them and if you don't ask them questions and if you don't have a conversation and the most incredible thing is if I think we would all, if we had the opportunity to say, oh man, imagine if you could have 10 minutes one-on-one with the Lord God himself to hear what he has to say. The reality is, you have all day. If you just open up his word, he can speak to us in so many different ways. But, you know, I know for Jad and I, like we're in a group together, we read the Bible every day, um, just a little chapter. But for me, it's been, you know, there are so many other things, you know, that we can do to help ourselves and there's, uh, but I think ultimately start with God, (laughs) seek him first. And it is incredible that, that, that God's word is true and he will do what he said he'll do. And so I just want to encourage people. That would be my challenge, but an encouraging challenge to get away with God in his word and in his presence and listen and shift your focus to him. And it's incredible that the peace and the grace and the mercy that is offered with that for everyone, wherever you're at at on the journey. So that would be my encouragement.
1: So good. Yeah, I think JD JD did an amazing (laughs) job with that. I'm not going to add to it. (laughs) Awesome. Man, that... That one itself is a word. I don't know if you've heard this before, JD. It's not like you're a pastor or anything, but uh, <laughs> amen, retweet, whatever anybody is saying in these day and age. Uh, maybe we can get Elon Musk to retweet that one, make it the biggest blown-up tweet in the world. But, man, thank you all so much for being here today. And for everybody listening, be sure to go check out the expanded edition of Are We There Yet on your favorite streaming platform. And be sure to check out some of these Uh, music videos and such on the youtube because they're quite phenomenal there's some amazing merch Uh, we're going to have the link for everything in the description below and if you're struggling today and need a little extra hope and encouragement be sure to go check out some of our friends in the link in the description below for heart support death to life beneath the skin to write love on her arms and several other resources that are readily available for you for free Uh, we love you guys so much thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week goodbye now